Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Hello, hello, everybody. Episode 320. Only 100 away from that magical number. Oh, we love that number, everybody. The rate we're doing it will be 96 by the time we get to that number. Yep. Boy, oh, boy. Jared and Adam, thank you. Uh, This is our second show in as many weeks. We are back. Um, We're not waiting until Thanksgiving to do more shows. That's pretty exciting. (laughs) That's it. So we have got I mean, no promises after this one. Yeah, no promises. I mean, we talk a big game, but Jesus, uh, who, who knows what we're going to do? Um, we got an interesting show, guys. I was just telling you in the in the pregame that I've got five bottles of so- soda flavors, thousands of calories on my desk, and we're going to try this this uh, I guess this magical display array of sodas and another scope dope or scope nope. This is our third part of doing soda taste tests. I cannot believe how many new flavors are constantly coming out. 90% of them seem to be Mountain Dew. And I think out of all the Mountain Dews we've had, maybe we've liked one, maybe two. Um, We'll have to see if today changes that equation. Pretty excited. Um, So before we get into the show, I want to do something we've only done one other time, Jared. And it's not necessarily a fun thing, but uh, oh I wanted I wanted to talk about uh, a friend of ours that died mm. uh, about a month ago. Um, our friend Nikki, who uh, um, was battling cancer for like oh, I don't know five years or so, um, and uh, we did this with our friend Teresa, who passed away during the very beginning of COVID. And both of these women have the, uh, uh, I guess, the place in our life where they were a part of kind of our nerdy friend group. Uh, Maybe you might even say like the cornerstones of our nerdy friend group back when uh, we were all out of high school and we were all done working at Toys R Us and uh, just sort of hanging out uh, back in the late in the late 90s. Um, Nikki was a friend of our show. She was on our show. I think when I went back and looked um, about episode 54, she was at uh, Convergence when we would do our live on remote Convergence show. She came in and we interviewed her. Um, But I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about her story and and what she meant to me and kind of what she meant to to like nerdy fandom because Nikki was uh, a big geek and a big, big nerd. She loved Captain America. She loved Star Wars. She loved Doctor Who. She was definitely into all of that stuff. Um, so I think it's appropriate that uh, we give her a little bit of um, time. Um, I met Nikki back in 1997. I think Jared was there when it happened. We were all together. Um, Nikki was the new girlfriend of Earl, who, if people listen to this show a lot, Earl was on our show quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. He was involved in the big Transformers battle leading up to the Transformers, the movie. Um, 
So he was quite a character. And uh, he brought Nikki to a local bar uh, at the University of Minnesota. At that time, Jared and I and our friend Mike were hanging out there all the time. And uh, we were in our early 20s. Nikki was so young that she literally could not get into the bar. She stood outside like it was like an open window area and she she was like outside like waiting in line to get in but she couldn't come in um and my first interaction with nikki and i wrote about this on facebook and i was talking about her is that like i sort of fancy myself to be like fairly stylish at the time you know i was like into retro clothes and at that time like skate shoes were like a really big deal and i just got a new pair and i was like talking about it and everybody was like yeah those shoes what do you think of my shoes? And everybody thought it was cool. And Nikki just thought they were the dumbest things she'd ever seen. And like, I didn't know who this weird mousy girl was. And, you know, Earl was kind of annoying at that time. And, and, uh, as he could be, you know, charming and annoying. And I was like, Earl, your, your girlfriend is kind of crazy. And he's like, whatever, you know? And, and that was, <laughs> and that was that. Um, perfect Earl. Abraham. That was pretty good. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, we, I don't, I don't even know if Earl had dated anybody at that time uh, before that, that I remembered. So it was just sort of odd that he had this girl and, and, uh, you know, over time we sort of got to know each other. Earl hung around more and Nikki hung around more and, and she sort of stuck with him in his, his weird ways. And, uh, you know, we just sort of became friends. She became part of our friend group. So, you know, it Jared, I think you can sort of like agree with this. Like it was always Earl and Nikki, right? When we talked about oh, yeah. them, they were like a couple. It was Earl and Nikki. It wasn't Earl. It wasn't Nikki. It was always them together. Um, Nikki was there when I met Carrie. We went uh, we went on this uh, adventure up in northern Minnesota, rented a cabin. Nikki was there and uh, another friend of ours invited a couple of girls and Carrie was one of them. And Nikki, Nikki was there. Nikki was, you know, Jared was in Nikki and Earl's wedding uh, dressed up as a uh, James Bond character. Who were you? I was Blofeld. So he was I Blofeld. Was, so Jared was, was in a, a bald, wedding. I had a ball cap on. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. And it was, it, it was did not on, last the entire evening. So it was on Halloween and everybody was supposed to dress up. Uh, mm-hmm. I did not dress up. Um, Nikki was in, was there at my wedding when I got married. Um, I was, uh, I was at Nikki's second wedding, uh, newsflash, Nikki and Earl didn't work out. Um, and we could talk a little bit about that because I think that's an important part of the story, but, um, you know, she was all, she was always around. We had parties every weekend we hung out. I mean, Jared, uh, I, I think we talked about this, but like you dated and married, Nikki's best friend. Um, I mean, you you met her there. So, I mean, like we had these very um, connected lives and um, uh, it it was fantastic for a number of years um, uh, until until it wasn't. We sort of had a big friend um, upheaval. And, you know, while we always saw Nikki and Earl as a couple, uh, the reality was it wasn't always good for them it wasn't always good for her it wasn't always equitable and um you know a few years into their marriage uh it sort of fell apart and and it was kind of nikki's doing in 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 the sense that like she had lived her whole life servicing earl when they were together like earl was like raising 
you know, he was like a kid in a lot of ways. And, and Nikki always picked him and she always picked others over her happiness. And she sort of made a decision at some point to, to pick herself. And she knew what those consequences could be, which was, you know, it's possible like all these friends that you made, she made through Earl might not be as accessible. And that's sort of, sort of what happened to be honest with you. It was, it was a big risk and it kind of broke up the friend group in a lot of ways, or at least, you know, Nikki's part in it. And, uh, um, I'm just saying this because, you know, a few months after that happened, um, Carrie and I got together with her and she was really scared to see us because she thought that we were like going to yell at her. And, you know, she had this whole speech prepared and, um, we actually flipped it on her because I actually, I apologized to her and said, you know, I actually think what you did was brave and it was something that you needed to do for yourself. And the fact that you sort of got ostracized from the friend group stinks and it's not, was not fair. And I was really sorry. And I mean, hollow words maybe because it didn't necessarily change anything, but I understood and Carrie understood. And and I think that that, that helped with Nikki and my and Carrie's relationship. And I talk about her being brave and strong uh, because the reality is, is that Nikki through her life, she had a lot of challenges and she had a lot of things that she had to deal with that made her brave and strong. She had a really crazy family life. Um, her parents were sort of tough on her and strange and definitely did not approve of her with Earl and that sort of followed them through their marriage the entire time until they divorced. Um, Nikki was born with a very sort of strange genetic disease, like to the point where um, she would have to go to the doctor every year and she was like a case study. So she'd go to the university of Minnesota hospitals and like doctors would come to see her to help try to understand this disorder. And it was something that kind of dogged her, like she had health issues and that only got worse as she got older, but it was, it was a part of her. Um, it impacted her ability to have children. That was something that she really wanted with Earl and she lost two twins and another child and almost died from it. And, um, you know, she had to find this inner strength to get through that. And I, I just had moments with her where I would talk to her about it. And I was lucky enough to be able to tell her, how strong I thought she was um, because she was, she's one of the strongest people I know. And that child, pro- I mean, she ended up uh, remarrying and having two kids. Uh, but uh, both of those kids ended up being preemies and being special needs. Um, one a bit more than the other, where, you know, it was constant it, a situation where both her and her husband um, knew that uh, the level of tension that they would have to give him was going to be something for their entire lives. It was, it was just, you know, like shifting life in expectations as a parent, you just don't know, you know, you you hope you don't have to deal with, but when you do, what are you going to do? Are you going to rise to the occasion? And she did. She was the breadwinner of the family because her husband had to stay home and watch the kids COVID hit and just sort of changed the landscape because now, you know, they're trying to raise these kids at home. And before that, Jared, uh, you know this, um, 
probably about uh, six years ago, Nikki's sister had like a massive stroke. Um, her, I think her sister's older than her. I'm not positive. Yeah, um, so. And it literally like changed the family dynamic. Like she was a shell of who she was and it had a huge impact. And then shortly after that, her sister was diagnosed with breast cancer and it was terminal. She, she was around for about a year, fought it valiant, valiantly, but she didn't make it. And then seriously, not seven months, eight months after that, her brother died. And then a year after that, her father died. Um, so Jeez. leaving only and during this time, Nikki was struggling and fighting breast cancer, beat it. She beat it once. And um, it came back right in the middle of, I think, right after her, her sister passed away. So, I mean, I think about people with incredible strength. That's a word that I keep coming back to. And Nikki had it and she was selfless. And I'm just amazed by what she accomplished in her life. I'm saddened that, you know, when you, th when you think about people and you say they deserve better, Nikki deserved better than what life gave her, but she fought all the way through it. And one thing that I don't talk about or I haven't talked about yet is that when she sort of lost our friend group, she found community through other people. And, you know, when she was struggling with some of her pregnancy issues and, and, um, uh, some of her cancer, some of her cancers, her cancer issues, like she found people online that, you know, people that she never met in her life and they helped her through this and she helped them. And uh, when she passed away, a lot of those people came out and, and, and said how sad they were that, you know, never seen this woman in their life, but yet, you know, they're feeling this loss because she is not around. Um, yeah, I, I guess I have to say, I'll end it with saying, you know, Nikki did not want to have a funeral. She didn't want to have anything. She pretty much said her wishes were when she dies. That's that. And, you know, do something, you know, take a walk or, or watch a nerdy movie in my honor. And I feel like she deserves that and more. And the words that I've said, you know, there are many, many people that feel the same way. And uh, I hope the lesson is from Nikki's struggle that, you know, part of the beauty of life is the effort that you put into it, no matter what life gives you. And uh, if you could find that inner strength to fight on, um, a lot of amazing things can happen either for you or for the people that you impact. So there you go. Well, thanks for sharing that. There's a lot of detail there that I did either had forgotten or didn't know <laughs> Yeah, about her life as far as like, I don't, Trying to remember if I knew that they had that she and Earl had lost so many children. Yeah, it was uh, it was a definitely a rough go, and I don't. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that it was something they didn't share with you. I just know that it was sort of in between their. You know, it was in the middle of a lot of their their issues and trying to figure mm -hmm. stuff out and and uh, and and yeah, and I was in and out too right. for various reasons over that period of time. Yep. So it was a weird some time. Of the, yep. It was a weird time in that, so I got a text from who I'd for, completely forgotten for some reason was her good friend and my <laughs> ex-wife, um, like a week after you had told me the news and it was just like, 
you know, she just wanted to like relay the information to me. And I told her, you know, that I had heard about it and stuff like that, but I don't, it, yeah, it's just weird. There's no real point other than I had just completely forgotten that, that they were so close still. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, Nikki had a few friends, um, but the one she had, she kept forever and she was loyal and, and loved them and treated them with respect. And, and, uh, Generally, she was she was a good egg. And the other thing about Nikki is that she was the kind of the historian of our friend group in that time. I mean, she took a gazillion pictures. She remembered mm-hmm. every story. And, you know, I have so much visual memories of that time because of, of Nikki just in the background, snapping photos back in the time when, you know, not everybody could do it. You It had to be an effort to bring a camera, get film, get it developed, make double prints, pass them out, yeah. put them in, in photo books. Like that was something that was really important to her. Yeah. I have yeah. a collection of photos of our first few uh, performances of the Nick Adams, right? the band we had are because she took photos. And yeah, it was weird. Like they had the, it was a weird camera where you could like select the different aspect ratios. And so you could have like nor- a couple different normal size and then you could have the big widescreen one. Yep. So got a lot of variety there. But yep. the one thing that Nikki did, um, and she did this up until she passed away is that she didn't have a problem putting her life out there in terms of like, you know, posting on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. She shared her life. I mean, she was an early blogger. Um, and, you know, at some point it'd be like, geez, I don't I don't necessarily need to know what you bought for groceries today. But it was sort of a comforted thing, right? Like I knew what even if I didn't talk to Nikki, didn't send her a text, I knew everything she was up to. I knew the struggles she was going through and you know, you could comment on it or not. But she just felt like it was an important part of her life to put it out there for others. And uh, she did it in a humane um entertaining and thoughtful way and it's definitely something that i miss i miss it and i think about i think about her every day um and i definitely think about the good times that we had and the impact that she had on my life for sure um and i hope that if i ever have to deal with struggles to the level that she did that i have half the amount of grace and dignity because um she handled it um all the way and uh was very, very impressive. And like I said, I'm lucky enough to have been able to tell her that. Um, So if you have somebody in your life that you really respect, find that time because you don't know. Honestly, you don't know if you're going to have it. So with that, let's wrap up uh, the A block. Let's get into happier times. Uh, And that's going to be a sugar rush for all of us with our soda (laughs) taste test. Uh, Take a quick break, a quick breather. We'll be back with more of episode 320 of The Scope right after this. So this is usually the part of the show where I go crazy, tell you all how to be, uh, how you should be a patron of the show and you should support the show, but I don't feel like that's the right tone following that first segment. So I'll just say respectfully, if you enjoy the content that we provide, uh, do consider becoming a patron, uh, patreon.com slash the scope show, uh, is the link you want to visit. Uh, you can go there, you can sign up, you can uh, give as little as a dollar an episode. It helps us uh, support the show, helps pay for our bandwidth, pay for our, uh, our, drinks maybe i don't know it helps 
Do what you want, but do it today. And then go hug your kids or something. I don't know. Go, go scratch your dog's ears. Just take a walk. Acknowledge existence and uh, try to be happy. That's all. Patreon.com slash the scope show. back everybody episode 320 of the scope um looking at my clock it is 929 so let's <laughs> ingest as much sugar as we possibly can boys let's do this um today's scope dope or scope nope it's a soda taste test part three this is the third time we've done it and i say if soda co- soda companies keep producing new and unique flavors for the world to drink uh, we here at the scope will keep reviewing them We've got five crazy concoctions to test out tonight. Let's go for it. Uh, One quick note. Uh, We did have plans on doing this show a few weeks ago, but life gets in the way. So there will be a couple of sodas here that you probably will not be able to find in stores. But, hey, too bad. The other ones you can. Uh, Got to jump on that, suckers. Right. And there's a brand new flavor that we'll get to at the end of this show that you can get literally just came in stores like last week. So uh, you can participate that way. Uh, let's start it off with one of our favorites, Adam. I think you're going to be out on this one. It's Mountain Dew Pitch Black, everyone. Now, this soda is actually not a new soda. I mean, they have released it before, but for whatever reason, like uh, late January, early February, they put this out in stores for a little bit. Let's. Uh, I had read. my autofocus on, but I guess not. Let's read what this is about. Uh, uh, it's the... First time this has been on shelves since 2019. The taste is described as dark citrus punch with other flavors. Adam, other flavors could be literally anything. It could be dog piss for all we know. Right? Volcanic ash. Volcanic ash. Ooh, flavored with volcanic okay. ash. So, Jared, you know how this works. We open it gently. We talk about the graphics. The graphics <laughs> is like a space age solar system with green planets so is this is this tied into anything in particular i don't think so this is just it's just here i don't think so yeah Mm. and it actually says with a blast of dark citrus punch flavored with other natural natural flavors adam it's got fluorescent green so it kind of looks like uh cosmic bowling Mm. okay i mean it is a dark purple adam oh and my immediate expectation is it's going to be grape soda. That's what this is going to be. Let's do it. But it does not taste like grape. Does not smell like grape soda. It tastes. It smells like any other weird Mountain Dew flavor. You know, like you smell it and we don't understand what it is. That's what this smells like. Could be <laughs> an article in can't tell food us. and wine here. Hmm. Let's let's do this quickly so Adam right. can participate. He's mad. I can tell. Furious. I'm already drinking all mine. Okay. I'm trying to place the flavor. I can't I can't place the the dominant flavor. Yeah, I mean there's just like a general citrusy vibe to it. Yeah. Nothing in particular. Yeah. It's kind of like Mountain Dew. Yeah. Original in the sense that we don't know what it tastes like. It tastes like Mountain Dew. This tastes like Mountain Dew Pitch Black. That's yeah, what it I tastes mean, like. I think in that sense, they nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not offensive to me. No. 
Yeah, it's uh I guess I was it. hoping for maybe a little bit more of an edge to it. Yeah. But I mean it's I guess with pitch black, maybe you're it's connotes darkness. Yeah. Subtlety, shadows. Um I, I maybe there's a bit of a berry in there, maybe yeah, a like slight maybe a grape. Citrus, a citrus berry. I I don't get like fake grape, but no, uh, maybe just I, an edge. Maybe I'm it's just a, the purple that's influencing my, my palette a little bit. I'm clearing my palette. I but, did not. Uh, scope dope or nope? I'm giving it a scope dope. I actually yeah, like this. Me too. Yeah, scope dope. What the fuck? <laughs> that's right. I got sound effects. I had them last time, but you forgot. That's me. Yeah, scope dope. Hell yeah. Scope dope on that one. So we've already got a winner. Yeah. Okay. I'll come back a cracker and water. You're Adam, like a professional you, taster. Adam, you pick the next flavor. It can't be the it can't be Mountain Dew though. So okay, okay this was originally launched in Halloween 2004. Okay, interesting. Um, this one I've I've had. Okay, so we'll do that one. Yeah. Why is yours not yellow? Isn't that weird? It is yellow. It's what picking up a strange color. On that is weird. Like it's what yellow, is going on? It's yellow around your fingers, but the it, can is silver. This is something with OBS's. Oh, there oh, we go. Okay. This is a, the. Do you have the beauty filter on? I guess so. I, <laughs> if I minimize. It. Oh, it's you know what? It's it's picking up the reflect the white reflection on my background. Oh, that's oh, so okay. weird. Here, if I do this. Anyway, whatever. so this is a 2023 limited edition Pepsi and Peeps. It mixes classic Pepsi Cola with the marshmallow candy Peeps. So this is an Easter type of thing, Easter basket. Adams had it. So is this just the second time you've had it, Adam, or have you had it more? Oh, I've just been drinking it every day. Oh wow. Oh um, well, there's that there's that Pepsi smell, right? <laughs> right as like, ooh, okay, well, it smells like we're dirt. In, we're in for it now. It actually <laughs> it actually smells like Pepsi and marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting both. It it smells I'm, like what it should, so that's a good sign, right, Adam? Um, these these taste though? tests have spilled into my my workplace, and people now bring in weird seasonal things. Because they know that we do this, so that, that's that's where I tasted. This that's already. totally fair. Let's do it. All right. I mean, it smells like it should. Oh boy. To me, it tastes like Pepsi, which I don't like, and then smells like Peeps or something. Yeah, there's it's, not a strong marshmallow flavor. Yeah, it's definitely. I'm, get it. I'm getting it, it, but it's it's, it's there, Pepsi but it, it's Pepsi dominant. <sighs> Didn't like it before. I still don't like it. Okay, so I'm not sure if it's adding or if it's just there. I think it's more. It's just there. I mean, it's still very much a Pepsi. And yeah. if you like Pepsi, you're probably going to be on board with this. If you don't like Pepsi, then you've made a mistake. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the closest thing to this, you know, like in the real world, everyday soda would be like a analogous soda would be like vanilla Pepsi or vanilla Coke. I mean, that's this is the closest thing to that. And I don't I'm not a big fan of the vanilla Coke. Stuff. Oh, I, I am. And I think that they integrate with Coke much better. Pepsi is really sweet, a little less carbonated. So you've got a double sweetness. Maybe maybe Peeps Coke would be better. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Let's just say peeps anything is probably. I'm definitely getting a like pass. a like a peeps aftertaste that yeah. I'm not sure I'm enjoying. And the reality is, is, is like the, you know, the the flavor of marshmallow is art. It's like an artificial f- flavor of marshmallow, right? It yeah, doesn't I mean, ta- it, it literally doesn't taste says, like a real marshmallow. It literally says artificial marshmallow right. flavored Pepsi. Well, so 
I am. I, I think we're in agreement on this one. Right? This is a straight across. Nope, it's a noper. Oh, we got one in each column now. Yeah, so far so good in terms of balance. Uh, well, you know, we were just talking about here. Let me take a cracker. Uh, we are doing a Pepsi. I think the the smart thing to do would be go right over to Coca Cola. Mm. Adam, hold up our next drink. Okay. Do you have um, the the product copy for this? Yes, I do. Because because nothing on here explains it. Other okay. than <clears throat> transformation flavored. Here's the here's the official marketing material text. Coca Cola Move is a tribute to the different faces of transformation, mixing a great but familiar Coca Cola taste with bold, bo- bold and delicate <laughs> you said, flavors. You said but. <laughs> so okay. it doesn't okay. really say what it is. I, I have a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is because of. You know the the climate we're in. Mm-hmm. Is this a Bud Light? Is this a Bud Light trans marketing thing? Oh, meaning like just this entire this entire like Coca Cola creations or this Coke? No, like so. I mean, I'm I'm not really being serious about this, but it's like so. It's transformation flavored. The some oh. of the adjectives used are like predominantly male mm-hmm. adjectives, and then female adjectives i'm just trying to find out why bud light got shit is this, on. i mean you can we picture this being um shot at by kid rock in uh, yes by a stream i i can't wait for you guys to get a whiff of this because it's totally oh. blown my mind so there's a there's a piece of artwork on here that has a signature that says rosalia is this a, someone we should know i think that might have been the person that just did the work right okay so but this is the weirdest smell. Oh my Adam. goodness! What is going on here? There's a familiar. It's something familiar with it. I, I don't know what though. It's so there is no fruit. There's no citrus. There's no sweet. It almost. It's like baby powder is what's coming to mind. But to me, maybe? it seems like some sort of mellow cleaning agent. Okay, we got it. And, and Shane was kind enough to get me the zero sugar um, version of this, so I can give you that perspective. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. This is bad. I tell you already, this is bad. Oh. I really want to know what this flavor is. Oh. It like coated my palate and just was like, hello. Yeah. I am now everything you will taste. It's like an essential oil. Oh, and it just, oh, it like develops into something even worse. You guys went back for more. I can't do it. Well, I mean, it's it's puzzling. It's totally puzzling. It's, okay. Do I need a second? Yeah. I guess I need a second. I mean, I need I, to... I'm going back not because I like it, because I'm just trying to figure it out. Shane, your thing's messing up again. Oh, is it? The, there's a smell that is so familiar that I really want to know what it it's is. It's weird. Yeah. And the, the, the taste is like markedly different than the smell yeah which is not usually the case shane you're just frozen with a bottle of soda in your mouth it's very strange (laughs) okay maybe you're back i oh my goodness am i back yeah you're moving you're moving yeah okay you're back i wish i could describe the flavor but it's very like astringent it it's kind of medicinal cleaning product vibes it does it's like there's like a there's like a weird like cleaning product 
almost like a weird essential oil type of I, I don't buttered pop- yeah it's it's fake buttered popcorn um like really? from um i don't get have that. you ever had those the jelly bellies that are like the weird flavors now that now that i've got a a, a prompt that but like the smell of it is so chemically there's like a chemical smell to it yeah i'm not getting am i though maybe maybe i don't know it's really hard to explain but it's not nothing none of it it's good yeah I'm, I'm a big oh. no. I mean, you heard you heard it on my first sip. No. Oh, you. Or I think nope. you, you probably heard the variety of, of moods I went through. Yeah, I think we were agreement on that. Adam, one. yeah, but you dislike oh, this as I, much as I me. do not like this. I do not like it at all. I'm just trying. And yet, it's the one I've had the most of. What is wrong <laughs> with me? Because it's like oh. fake, fake vanilla, fake coconut also. Yeah, oh, that's it. Yeah, oh, there's is, definitely coconut in there. Yes, that's what I'm tasting. It. There's nothing authentic oh. about it. It feels fake. Thank you for the coconut, because that's definitely what I'm tasting, and I hate it. This it's might like, be, It's like dirty sweat sock water. Oh, This might be the worst uh, Coke Creations flavor we've had. It's not good. Yeah, the Dream World one I liked. The marshmallow one I liked. This one is Starlight. I like too. All right, for the most part. This Let, one is horrible. Let's go on to something a little horrible. bit more, a little bit more mainstream. I think this might be a regular, a new regular flavor from Dr Pepper. It's Dr Pepper strawberries and cream. Um, we've never sampled a new flavor of Dr Pepper on the scope. This is described no. as delirious, or sorry, delicious. Dr. Pepper tastes swirled with layers of strawberry flavor and a creamy finish. Uh, full disclosure, I have had this before. We've actually, my daughter bought it one time, bought one bottle for herself. And then I said, the next time you go to the store, buy one for me. Week later, she came home. There was a one in the fridge. I'm like, Audrey, you bought me one. She's like, no, this is for me. <laughs> she, I mean, that's the kid I'm raising right there. She will not buy me soda. So I had to go out and buy this, and I, I bought one for Jared. How about, What do you think of that? I appreciate wow. that. Thank you. So I've had this before. I have I have strong feelings on it. There we I go. generally am not a Dr. Pepper fan. That, so. that strawberry smell came out. Oh, it's there. It's on the yes. loose. It smells like... Oh, it's there. Like strawberry chasso. <laughs> like it's of that... that Strawberry flavored soda, straight. Now, strawberry and and cola mm. does not sound good to me. But something about Dr Pepper sounds, yeah, reasonable. And there's cream. There's cream. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going, going in. Oh. It's decidedly less strawberry tasting than I thought it would be, based on the smells. Very strong. Yeah, it's a much stronger smell. The flavor is very subtle, but it is there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I really like this. I this mean, isn't I, bad. This I, sort I, of temp, this sort of temper some of some of the aggressiveness of Dr Pepper. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't particularly taste like Dr Pepper. It tastes like oh, mellow. I, I think it does. Think? I think it tastes. I think it tastes like Dr Pepper. But it's mellow. I think it's put yeah. in its place. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, it's like a, it's like the Dr Pepper on. A, he's on a Sunday afternoon though. He's he's not in the office. He's not seeing patients. Hey, he's he's out Mr. at the Pe- lake. Mr Pepper on the weekends. Mr Pepper's at the lake. 
he's kicked up with a good book. Maybe it's a Dickens novel. I don't know. He likes the <laughs> classics. Um, and he's just sipping on some strawberries and cream. I, just watching the ducks fly by, gentle did, breeze. Jared, did you get a diet, uh, or did Shane? No, get a I diet? got the I got the full full a full load here. I'm getting the what, full it, sugar uh, buzz going. Dr Pepper is a zero, right? It's a, it would be like a, a, everything's a zero now. Okay, Dr. I guess Pepper, Coke still has diet cream, Coke, but they do have a zero sugar version. All right, yeah. well, look around for this. This isn't I, that. I I like this, guys. Yeah, uh, this I will say this. This is. A bold statement, by the way. This is mm-hmm. the first soda that we've had in all of our food sampling where I would actually go seek this out and and put this into my regular soda rotation. Yeah, scope dope. <laughs> what do you I think? I think um, the one of our first soda taste tests was was we had like the Mountain Dew Spark, right? Yeah. That was- one, when I can get the zero sugar version, that is definitely in my regular soda rotation. I love that stuff. So Jared's a dope. Adam, all a dope. You liked it. I, I think it's great. Let's do it. That's why it's not like some sort of seasonal weird flavor. They knew what they had in this, and they they released it mass market, baby. So what are we sitting at? We're sitting at two dopes and two nopes, so right? We've got the tiebreaker, and here it comes. Antifreeze. I'm excited for this one, guys. So this is the brand new Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. It is blue, baby. It looks like windshield wiper fluid to the <laughs> max. Blue. Yes. It's Mountain Dew with a refreshing and bold red, white, and blue ice pop flavor. This cherry, lemon, and raspberry flavor tastes like the best summer of your life. You know the one. So essentially, this is supposed to taste like it's a when melted... when we got to second base with Melissa. Right. <laughs> a melted bomb pop, correct? Sure. So I got the zero sugar version. So I'll be giving you that perspective. I, just so got, I had to stop at the open. store today to get this. It's three different flavors. We've got cherry, lemon, and blue raspberry. What does it smell like? That blue raspberry hits uh, blue raspberry. <laughs> oh, the, the, the nose. <laughs> that one's it's it's right out the gate. Blue raspberry just has like that distinctive like oh that's mm-hmm. blue raspberry. It is blue, but I will tell you that I'm also getting lemon. Yep. On my on the whiffer as well. I'm not getting any cherry, but my guess is in a melted bomb pop, cherry is probably the flavor that gets overridden anyway. So is it literally is that what they're describing it as a melted bomb pop? Well, I mean, they're saying it's got cherry, lemon, and raspberry flavor, bold red, white, and blue ice pop flavor. So if you took, maybe that's what we should have done, we should have melted an ice pop, put it in a cup, and then had a sip of that after this. It's not dumber yet. You can't get them. Cherry, okay. lemon, and raspberry. Shall we do it? Okay. Here we go. Down the hatch. Jared's soda looks a little darker. Mm. Like the other Mountain Dews that we've done this with that don't taste really anything like Mountain Dew. Yeah. I kind of like it, but it, yeah. it feels like it's like cheating. Um, but but it, it tastes good. I, I, am, I am able to pick out all three flavors. It yeah. To me, it absolutely tastes like a bomb pop. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the goal is accomplished. It definitely tastes like that. Yeah. Is that something I'd want to drink regularly? That I don't know. I don't know if mission accomplished there, but we've definitely had worse Mountain Dew flavors. Hold on. The president's emailing me. He wants to know what you think about Code Black. Yeah. 
the, my Gmail tab is frozen. Wow, I, I feel like find out. I feel like Mountain Dew has really stepped up their game. They released two good flavors here. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty good. And it's zero sugar. I could drink a whole bottle of this and still be bouncing off the walls, probably. But so Adam's looking at the bottle. Adam, uh-huh. do you like do you like this? I I I do. Um, Manny's allergic to berries, so I'm always on the lookout for some fun thing that she can have. But this has natural and artificial flavor. So like, to say what is it she, is. like strawberries, she's allergic to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blueberries. Those are different. Uh-huh. They are different, and she has had allergic reactions to to both. Raspberries but, too. Uh, yeah, raspberries too. Blackberries. Uh, not, so, uh, blackberries. Yeah. So she what about, not a, had what allergic, about a snozberry? <laughs> she has not had an allergic reaction to blueberries. I take that back. Um, Where are we at with lingonberries? And uh, <laughs> and and cran- cranberries are not berries. Um, but so she can have those. Um, the problem is a lot of times they're you know mixed together right. and, and everything but yeah strawberry raspberry cranberry raspberry yeah. raspberry yeah. what about a huckleberry i don't know i know that a a, a wheat berry is not a berry either you know no. like, well so look let looking at my what about hollyberry <laughs> wow looking at my stats i think we all give this a scope yeah scope dope this oh, that means our, our soda gauntlet comes out on the positive side. This I'm going to drink the rest of this bottle and just stay up and play video games all night. This has never happened, guys. I mean, we're lucky, we're lucky if we like one soda. We liked more than 50%. Yeah. Po- positive with uh, dew. Both dews. Pitch black. Positive. Summer freeze. Positive. And then uh, clearly the winner of it all. Mount, not Mountain Dew. Dr. Mm, Pepper, the, strawberries and cream. and cream. Which I would not have picked as the clear winner going into this. Mm. I would not have. Is this nope. the best soda we've ever had? Oh, so far. Tough call. I think it's so, the best one. Well, actually, what about this? Uh, Dr. Pepper, uh, strawberries and cream versus Sprite with cranberry. I oh, love that. Dr. That's I drink that all drink that every winter. I'm not a huge Sprite guy. I would go the Dr. Pepper. I I definitely go on the cola route. I think for me, the best we've had is the Mountain Dew Spark. Adam, what's the best we've had? I like this. I, it's like I don't. The problem is like I don't drink enough Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But I would drink this over normal Dr. Pepper. I think, which is kind of like, to me, that feels like that's like the the pinnacle. Right. You know. It's like me drinking cherry Coke over regular Coke. If I had both of them in front of me, I would drink cherry Coke every day. Yes, identical to that. Yeah. Exactly the same. All right, boys. We did it. Three out of five. It was a winner. We'll be back with Coming Soon. Adam's Time to Shine in the end of the show. Back in a second. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening to The Scope. Under the the, the, the Scope. Just a seamless seamless transition over here. Nothing. Beautiful, Jared. Adam, it's Uh coming soon. (laughs) All right. Movies. So this is like... The Cinema. week of May twenty eighth, and then and then the week following. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming oh, out. People are excited about that. Oh, yeah. And uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jared, like, have we seen every one of those in the theaters? More, more transforming. Uh, did we? Maybe. And they were all terrible. So well, Michael I Bay mean, doesn't do these anymore, right? No. no. Bumblebee was... Better than bad, but it wasn't better, better than bad is the right way to say it. Yes, oh uh, a this lot of people smell a lot of people so s- bad. A lot of people say it was good, but they're wrong because it's not good. <laughs> they are wrong. It is not good. Yeah, we saw the last night with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, I this... think we saw them all. Do we say Age of Extinction? Yeah, that was that was the Dinobots one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh boy! Um, you know the summer really starts oh uh, in a couple of weeks when the Flash and Asteroid City come out. Asteroid but, City looks crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which one uh, is that again? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm excited for. I I'm kind of excited for the Flash too, guys. Hey, the it, it the, looks the trailers look amazing. Yeah, the costume designer or whoever said that you'll see the movie and you'll forget about Ezra Miller's Ezra Milleringness. Um, this is a crazy week because the, the Pixar is, movie. Wait, 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 wait. Why are we listening to the costume designer? I, I was expecting for some sort of like costume insight. Like right. you're not going to believe the things they're wearing. I'm the costume designer, and I say they're great. But no, but you came in with like the costume designer says, "Don't worry, you'll forget Ezra Miller's a weirdo." Yeah. That's what that's what she says. So okay, I don't know. okay, just just not what I expected that person to say. That's yeah. all. Um, yeah, this week that the Flash comes out, uh, the Pixar movie comes, Elemental comes out, Asteroid City comes out. Extraction 2, which I have no idea what that is. It's a Netflix movie, but Joe Russo did the screenplay and Chris Hemsworth's in it. Yeah, that's okay. Chris Hemsworth's um, um, franchise. Okay. And I then The, the Blackening, one. which is that, uh, you know, the, the spoof uh, horror comedy movie um, mm-hmm. that has been, had some okay uh, trailers. When does uh, Sisu come out? Uh, I feel like that should have been on here already. Is that the one with the Nazi killer? Yeah. Isn't that out already? I think that's out already. Oh, really? April 28th. I think I remember Earl posting something about that on Facebook. There we so go, I'm Earl. Sure that's out. April, he said? Yeah. It's, it's, we're into May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. Okay, 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. There you so go. I got to go consider seeing that. <laughs> Get on. Um, let's see. I don't think there's much in the way of TV shows uh, coming out here. No, no, no. Have, no. have you guys both watched Jury Duty yet? Uh, we're halfway through What's it. What's that? You're too far away. I can't. Have you watched Jury Duty yet? I've watched Jared, two. have you watched oh. Jury Duty yet? Well, I'm not going to be able to fix that. Um, <laughs> I've seen two episodes. I think it's a fantastic show. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I hear. I heard that the ending is exactly what you want. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything, but let's yeah. just say mass shooting. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's that's what the costume designer on the Flash said. Costume designer <laughs> said, "You're gonna forget <laughs> all about Ike Barinholtz's dad and all his Barinholtziness." Wow. He's he's the judge, Jared. Did oh, you that's know that? Ike Barinholtz's dad. Yes, no, he's I never acted that. in his life. That's funny. And oh. he's fantastic as the judge. 
Um, and that, that, there's albums, but I don't recognize any of this. So let's skip to. Uh, Are you saying that music has moved on from you? Yes, I definitely am saying that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you used to be so. such a hipster. I mean, you were always championing championing new bands like Snow Patrol. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you, the, have you heard of the Eagles? Uh, let's see. We've got video games, but I don't really recognize any of these. I guess after um, Zelda comes out, they're like, "Yeah, just play play Zelda for right. for a little while." That uh, Go- uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum uh, game comes out, and that looks really bad. Jared, you do um, a great Gollum imitation. Uh huh. Hey guys, it's me, Gollum. Why don't you just give me that ring? Eh? <laughs> wow, it's like Peter Jackson it. is here directing. I didn't get the part. Little more Brooklyn, Jared. Didn't get Little. the part. Uh, Street Fighter Six. Guys, and, uh, uh, you guys, uh, you got that ring? <laughs> Diablo the ring? Four comes out this summer. I mean, we're not going to do another one of these until Thanksgiving, so I guess we could just go through the rest of the uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the rest, the, let's let's the rest the, of the release calendar? Let's do all when the do, Christmas releases. And uh, just to cover our bases, the Marvels opening in theaters this weekend. <laughs> Madden 2025. It's a big year. Mm. They're skipping 2024. No, we're actually, we're just getting out ahead of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And congratulations to those Super Bowl winning commanders. Just We'll just fill it, fill it in later in post. Yep. Just congratulations to the Super Bowl winning. <laughs> That's a visual joke, by the way. And weird that Mountain Dew came out with a white power flavor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean they're really running on the really. I gotta weird. tell you, it's a good flavor. If it was available all the time, I'd do my regular rotation. Did I say that? I can't Stop. even put that in like the funny description of the show, Jared. That Did would be I a, say that? That would be disastrous. It would be. I mean, it's good that SEO. we finally come alive. Uh, two hours and seventy-five minutes into. Well, we shows. did just drink a whole bunch of sugar water. We should, maybe we should have done this first. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready Adam, for Adam, anything else? Hello? Nope. All right. Yeah, there it. we go. <laughs> <laughs> under, 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 under the scope. Hey, Jared. Yeah. Take us home, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning into the program. As you know, we like to listen to your feedback. We like to see your feedback. We like to hear it. We also like to feel your feedback, but only in appropriate ways, if you know what I'm saying. So if you want to reach out, you can hit us up at comments at the scope.com or you can call the voice by line 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-217-2673. It's like I'm reading it for the first time for the hundredth time. Actually, for the 320th time. Maybe. I don't know what I used to do. This is just what I do now. And if I feel it, I mean, like, bring the thunder. Like, tell us a good story. Like, characters, plot, twists, feeling. Bring it. Jared's like feel your Jared's like a, a seven-year-old whose parents never let him get sugared cereal, but one time he gets grandma comes over and lets him pick out anything at the grocery store, and he gets like sugar pops, and now <sighs> he is all on fire right now. I went for the worst one just to juice me up for the last 90 seconds of this program. Woo! Baby! Yeah! All right! Okay, we've got a Facebook <laughs> page. <laughs> got a Facebook page. We're uh, Twitter, 
things. Social media, you know, honestly, it's just auto posting from the website. If that We're even works anymore, if, if that even works anymore, since uh, Leon shut down the API, it may not even work. But whatever. Uh, you can also watch these programs. We have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash at the scope show. Probably uh, that link is also on our website. Uh, that is the scope show.com. It is not mobile responsive. I apologize if you're viewing it on a mobile device. You're just going to have to do the whole zoomy zoom thing that you used to have to do before mobile responsive was a thing. We haven't updated the website yet, and we're probably not going to get to it by the time this episode comes out. So these words will still count. And if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash the scope show sign up to be a patron give us a little cash we need it you think this peep soda was free it wasn't and back to you shane uh so this is my order from worst to best sodas and then Mm, we're wrapping it up final rankings coca-cola move the worst easy easily worst yes pepsi peeps next well i mean those were the two scope notes right and then after that, Summer Freeze. Oh, I would go Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Mm, I would put Summer Freeze. And then uh, Dr. Pepper for the clear win. Thank you very we're on much. Top. So we're pretty close. Pretty close. And we're Adam didn't close. have all the flavors, so uh, he and I agree anyway. So that's how that goes. Okay. Perfect. All right. Wrap it up, boys. So thanks for listening to... Jared, Adam, myself. Uh, We'll be back soon with more scope. Until then, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, scope faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing... 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Bella Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. <laughs>